How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the Sandstone Cycles podcast. It's been a little while. Things have been busy, but we are back and hopefully get back on track because we need to. So we apologize for that. But as always, this podcast brought to you by Diamondback Bikes. They are a weapon of choice when racing enduro. We're loving them right now. And if you want to check them out, look at the uh, link in the description enter the corporate code, get you up to 40% off any Diamondback bike, and they got you covered, man. Anything from road, gravel, mountain, got some kids' bikes, check them out. We love them. They're doing some cool things. We're excited to uh, to be working with them, and uh, some of the stuff they got coming out in the future is going to be sick, so keep an eye out for that. We also want to say uh, thanks to our sponsor, RoyalRacing.com. They always uh, keep us looking good and keep us comfortable out on the trail. Jersey, shorts, socks, all that good stuff. Seven Protection, they got us covered with knee pads, helmets, got some gloves. So check them out. Enter code SANDSTONE35 as your coupon code at either royalracing.com or 7protection. That'll get you 35% off any of their products, and we like them. Myself, Townsend, Tyler, we all run them. We run their helmets, their full face are comfortable, a lot of ventilation, their knee pads are comfortable. Uh, just loving it, man. Loving all their stuff. It's super good. So check them out if you need you some gloves or some riding socks. I think they, uh, they got what you need. With that... This episode, me and Townsend, we sit down and talk about Angel Fire. Round two of Scott Enduro Cup just took place this past weekend. And it was a fun one. It was rowdy. Trials were rowdy. Me and Towns both had a couple of spills. But we learned a lot. We learned a lot from this weekend. Unfortunately, Tyre wasn't able to race with us. And he also wasn't able to join us with this podcast. But he's still alive, I promise you. Tyler's alive and well, he's just super busy, we're all super busy, but we're making it happen, man, we're loving this, we're loving riding, and uh, we're just stoked to get back on track, and just stoked to keep riding bikes, man, and keep doing these podcasts, we like them, so with that, hope you guys enjoy the episode, and we appreciate you guys listening, if you could, share it. Write us some questions, comments, whatever you want to say. We would appreciate it. So, with that, enjoy the episode. Crashes, wrap it up. Pretty much, man. So, stuff looks weird when I drink it. <clears throat> yeah, uh, we're all done with Angel Fire. Round two, Scott and Dura Cup. That was, that was quick. Yeah, it was. It was freaking, 
It was a blast, but one of those game changer moments of riding, you know. Yeah, man, I definitely needed it. It was uh sorry, lost my notes. <laughs> Don't really need notes, I guess. <clears throat> Us amateur podcasters need notes for sure. And this is our first time using microphones, and I don't know if it's going too well. I can hear a lot of feedback. I keep touching it. We need mic stands. That's what we need. Need some mic stands. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trip. <laughs> cool, man. So, yeah, round two in the books. It was basically a little bit not your average enduro because we didn't have to pedal up any transfer stages. Like, for transfers, I guess you'd have to say we didn't have to do any pedaling. We raced seven stages, primarily downhill, and we got to ride the lift to the top every single time. It seemed like it definitely, I mean, there really was no transferring uphill. Like, if the transfers were there, it was just pedaling down, or not even pedaling, just cruising down to the where the stage starts and then, you know, shred all the way to the bottom. It was a downhill race, I would say. <laughs> Yeah, I, I seen a couple of people out there racing downhill bikes. It was pretty rad. It's the way to do it, man. That was the setup. I definitely think it was uh, one of those things that I've never experienced. I have a few, few people I ran into were all saying, they're like, yeah, it's nothing like a seven-stage seven downhill race, you know? I mean, I mean, your body was, mine was thrashed, you know? It was a different experience, especially for me, or for both of us. I think I remember talking, we were just talking the whole time. We... Did a lot of pre-riding on Friday, which was, I don't know if that was a good idea or a bad idea, but it definitely messed my hands up, man. My grip strength was gone. Forearms were killing me. Hands, fingers. I had blisters. And I, know. I was just thinking to myself, this is not a good way to go into a race. <laughs> Friday evening, I'm like, how am I going to hold on tomorrow? I think a lot of it was just how the conditions were in Angel Fire. I don't know. If anyone has been there recently in the past couple of weeks or since they've opened, uh, it's just, you can tell there's not been any rain there. And, uh, man, it's it's rough riding. I remember some of the berms you're going into and you got potholes that are probably a half foot deep, you know, and you're just like, don't hold on to the brakes because you're going to be better off. But I'm going really fast. I really want to break right now, you know. So it was hard to... Uh, it was hard to find for me, like, uh, in between of riding smooth and just holding on to my bike in general, you know. So I definitely loved it. It was a sick race. I think it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man, I couldn't – that was uh, – just doing that many downhill runs and, like you said, the trail conditions were just so rough. It was a different – different for me, different type of uh, physical, physical demand – as far as my upper body had never and that just goes to show where like my weaknesses are and where I need to work in the gym and stuff like that because my forearms felt just <laughs> weird man like the skin felt separated from the muscle or something and it was like a real awkward feeling just from the vibrations all the bumps like you said the trails are so nasty and just chunky loose fast trails yeah my joints hurt the whole time the whole time my, my hands you know i was like at some points i was actually prying my fingers off my bars you know like just like oh 
gotta gotta stretch these fingers out. That's so sketchy. Yeah, I remember you telling me on the last stage of day one, so stage four on Saturday, which was Angel's Plunge, I remember you telling me, man, I could not feel my grip, your, uh, your brake levers. Yeah, I couldn't feel if I was braking or not. I just like, oh crap, I'm braking right now. And I'm like, I can hear my tire just skidding. I'm like, oh God, I got to let go of that brake, you know? So dangerous. So yeah, that that's something that's pretty crazy. That's different. And uh, I think it just opens my eyes up to the physical demand of riding downhill for that long, that long period of time is it's not hard or it's not easy. It's a, you think, I I don't know. I don't know if a lot of people feel like down riding downhill is not physical, but you definitely are fatigued. My car, your cardio, because you're pedaling essentially downhill, which sounds a little crazy, but you are, man, you're trying not to hold on to the brakes and, I think it just takes a, a toll on you mentally, too, because you're so focused, because so many things can go wrong at so many moments, especially with the way that the trails were this weekend. You just, uh, your brain's just always working, and it's a different type of fatigue. It's not really, uh, you don't get to rely on your fit. I mean, there's fitness there, too, but you don't get to just go, <laughs> like, I don't know. I just think that some people feel like downhills, like, we, you know. Yeah, like, oh, I have a big advantage this weekend. (laughs) I got hauled downhill. I was actually guilty of this (laughs) this past weekend, too. And I think it would have been better off if the trails weren't so blown out. But, I mean, I think downhill just in general, I mean, you can feel a difference. Like, it's like you get a lot of your your back hamstrings are pretty blown out. I mean, just like like you were saying, like you get um, the arm pump. All that stuff really just eats at you like crazy. I think going downhill is just a whole nother demeanor that we're still trying to fight, you know? Exactly. Which is the point of this podcast, you know? That's why we started this. We wanted to bring people on this journey with us because uh, we came into this not really being professional mountain bike riders, and we're on this journey to become mountain bike riders. Uh, <laughs> hopefully semi-good. And, uh, yeah, so it, Angel Fire was a good experience for both of us. Just... Uh, that was some gnarly trails, man. So just to catch you guys up, exactly what it was, it was um, seven stages. We raced four stages on Saturday, and we raced three stages on Sunday. And it was a, uh, let's see, how was it? Uh, I don't even know. It's, uh, the, some of the stages were long. I think three of the stages were super long. Uh, one one stage, the first stage was, I feel, the longest. It started literally when you got off the lift and you raced to the very bottom of the resort. Yeah, it was the first stage of the day, or the first stage of the whole race, actually, I was more, I was really concerned about it coming into it, and it turned out to be really, honestly, not as bad as I thought. I think because I conserved myself through the whole thing, kind of thinking, okay, I got a long long ways to go at race pace here so it's just hold back and I really should have done that throughout the whole race because I think that was a little bit having that in the back of my head kind of helped me out but I also it was a long stage I was blown up by the end of it you know but I really enjoyed uh stage one which I think we were saying is the lo- one of the longer ones and uh what was it stage seven 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 was pretty much from the top to the bottom as well yeah yeah, you're right. Yeah, stage seven was, yeah, it just started pretty much right next to stage one, just took a little different uh, beginning. 
Well, I think the whole trial was different, but yeah, it was sick. Yeah, it was. I definitely agree. Yeah, looking back, those are the ones I feel I was most nervous about also, but now you're like, or when the race was done, I was like, man, those are the funnest stages. <laughs> those were, I, I agree. Even stage four, uh, Angel's Plunge, that was probably the third longest, and it was fun too. Well, except for you, you weren't feeling so great at the end of day one. No, I definitely wasn't. I think that day one took a toll on me after the first stage, really, but still a great race. Um, Actually, I want to tell you guys, just so you guys know, usually enduro racing is, there is transfers and there is um, a lot of pedaling involved, but due to the fires we have here in New Mexico and Colorado, they kind of decided to shut down the forest. And I'm sure that they got into talking to the, the directors of the Scott Enduro Cup and they had talked him out of racing the back backcountry day. But I also thought I was kind of bummed hearing about that just because I loved the backcountry that we raced last year in, in Angel Fire. And, um, but also it was also really good riding in just the bike park so yeah i have to agree with you on that i did miss the backcountry uh because i do miss those climbs they're actually pretty cool and it's a good time to kind of bullshit with your buddies and like kind of warm up the legs and get uh just a little bit on the bike it was a little weird just getting off a lift and going straight into racing yeah two I days mean, of that is crazy <laughs> yeah yeah exactly two days of that was crazy but, but, yeah, I missed the backcountry stuff for sure. Uh, but hard to complain, man. And and maybe we do sound – I hope we don't sound like downers here about the trail conditions and stuff because at the end of the weekend, it was it was super sick. It like, was. we don't want to miss that fact that it was pretty badass. Like, overall, the, the, the trails, they were beat up. But it was kind of cool that – the corners had the <laughs> deepest ruts in them that you can just kind of send it into the corner and just hold the line, you know, because yeah. there was a line there. So it, it was super blown out, but there was still a line. <laughs> it was just a blown out line. But it was kind of fun. It was, it was just a weird, loose, like, baby powder and... It was kind of fun. I don't know. I raced, or I didn't race. Well, I've raced there before, two times before this, and uh, and then my first time riding there was just totally different to this last time. All those times were different. There's been a lot of moisture in the past few years, and then all of a sudden this year, I think moisture really took a toll on Angel Fire, but the riding in Angel Fire, this will give you a good example of what it was my first time going to Angel Fire compared to now. Um we showed up, not me and Chris, but me and uh, Tyler, we showed up on a Saturday and we ripped 16 laps the first day. And, so crazy. And then the second day, I think we did uh, like 10 or 12 laps. And I'm over here, I'm adding up, I have two days of racing here in Angel Fire and the pre-ride and everything. I think I did 18 runs. And I'm like freaking exhausted, you know, like it's just ho the, the riding conditions are just totally different, but. It was like like we said, it was definitely a great time. It reminds me a lot of Park City. It's just a lot of loose moon dust and rocks everywhere. Yeah. Sick riding though, man. It really was. Yeah, it was pretty rowdy. Let's talk about some of your uh what was some of your expectations or goals going into this round? 
This was your first race. It was my season. first race of the season. <laughs> just realized that, dude. You just started racing. First race of the season and actually the first real-time opening up my 5C. So that was really oh, yeah. cool. But, Not uh, a complete Diamondback 5C, though. Towns is just on a 5C frame. Yep, I'm running the GX um, drive chain and uh, a lot miscellaneous race face parts and all that stuff. But uh, Still a solid bike. Solid bike, yeah. I... Uh, Man, I, I came into this race, and I actually was really, we were just saying how uh, downhill really is hard and everything, but I came in, and I was like, sweet, man, all downhill, you know, like, I don't have to, like, really pedal much, it's really gonna be awesome, you know, but uh, after day one, I was like, shit, man, like, <laughs> I was not ready for this, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was a little rougher than we thought it was gonna be. But, uh... It definitely was expecting better results and really wanted to have better results. But, man, a lot goes out to those guys that did good this weekend because I felt like I was riding fast and I still, yeah. you know. Uh, let's, let's just go through real quick. We'll, talk, we'll just talk through our weekend and how it was. So uh, we pre-rode like crazy on Friday. We already told you guys that. Everything went good. Uh, Towns, did you have any bike problems Friday pre-riding? Pretty good. Um. Friday, I did have my rim completely, my back rim completely come loose every spoke. Oh, that's right. And I had to go through, and I actually I lost a nipple on one of my spokes, so I ended up just taping that up for the weekend and all weekend. Didn't even feel like a, I didn't feel like tear, tearing apart my back tire to find yeah, that nipple. Yeah, you just had one spoke just uh, electrical taped around the yeah. other spoke. Hey, it works, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you went into. Uh, Saturday morning, uh, and we hit stage one, which was from the top. Uh, well, do you want to go ahead and go first? How was your stage one? Can you remember it very well or not really? Uh, I'm, I am I can remember it vaguely. I do remember just thinking, okay, this is going to be the hardest stage, so let's just keep it together and no, no crashes, and that's going to be fast itself, so just do that. And I actually felt really good on stage one. I was more surprised than anything. Um, Pre-riding, I was like, really worried after my day of pre-riding my hands were just really shot after that in general and first stage went really well it really was i mean nice i think it was great how about yours yeah same for me man i was uh, the i really wasn't nervous or anything i just same just wanted to pedal get through it clean i my mentality is always anyways faster than falling on the ground so um, there's some chunky stuff on stage one. There's several stages with a lot of chunky stuff, and that's my weakness. I don't know if it's because I run flat pedals or just not super confident to that stuff yet. Uh, well, I don't. I don't think it's the flat pedals because, like, uh, me and you were talking earlier that there's lines that I need to be taking that I'm just not comfortable taking yet. And as the years go by and as I ride my bike more, I think I'll just get more comfortable going through that stuff. So, yeah. Other than the chunky stuff, I just took my time, was patient and was able to just pedal where I could. I still feel like I need to open up more because my wife was kind of telling me this with other races, and then even when I'm running, sometimes when I'm working out and stuff, I when I finish, I'm not really breathing real hard. So uh -huh. I, mean, I, I get to the bottom of these race stages, and I'm just like, nice, that was cool. And <laughs> like, my heart rate's not high, and I'm not like... Like, I see some of these guys get to the end, and they just look like they're dying. They're like... <sighs> you know, just like yep. can't even catch their breath. And That's I'm me. thinking, I'm thinking to myself, 
I should probably be breathing like that <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, truth be told, there probably is places where I can put the power down a little harder, but I'm so concerned of snapping a chain and going to the bars that I just kind of just put myself in diesel mode and just be like, man, just pedal, put the strokes in and run a higher gear and just, or run like a harder gear, you know, a lower gear and just kind of put the slow power down. But I probably could work on being a little more snappy. You haven't more had snappy. any like mechanicals though. So that shows that you are doing really conservative riding, which is really good, you know, like, yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I think I was explaining to you over while we were in Angel Fire that I feel like I'm a defensive rider. I'm constantly trying to figure out ways not to mess up, not to get a mechanical, not to crash, not to mess up a corner. When I think that you have riders that are more uh, offensive riders, where they ride just just straight down, whatever it takes to go forward quicker, <laughs> and whatever happens happens. If you crash, you crash, and uh, yeah, so it's probably some things I need to work on as far as just learning to send it a little more, uh, pedaling, put a little more power down. And understanding and realizing, like, a crash is a crash, and it's going to happen. That's going to happen, man. Whether no matter what, yeah. I mean, because honestly, you can, you, you know this as much as I do, that the crashes happen in the weirdest moments. They happen in the weirdest moments at the weirdest spots and the least. I've never had a crash where I thought I was going to crash, you know, like, like in a gnarly section. Like, oh, man, that gnarly, that gnarly section is going to get me. And every time I've crashed, it's in, like, like the least expected spot I ever expected to crash at. Yeah, I, I mean, it ended up coming. I think actually you went off the trail one on on pre riding day, and oh, it was yeah. just like a really weird spot, like <laughs> just in a freaking meadow. And all of a sudden, I, I I was behind Chris actually, and I all of a sudden I see his 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 back legs in the air <laughs> and his bike rolling down this way. I'm like, I wonder what happened, <laughs> dude. I totally forgot about that. So funny. But I mean, it was just like a weird spot, you know, it's just, it, I think he got off the trail a little bit going really fast and you can't, I mean, you just, it's hard to pull that together, you know, after you've done that, but I was glad I was okay. Cause when I ate shit going, pr- we were going pretty fast. <laughs> well, honestly, dude, we were, we were scooting pretty we were, good. We were cooking. Yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I was lucky to get away from that unscathed. No, no scratches, no nothing. I was. Uh, I think my wrist jammed a little bit, but not enough to. It was. It was nothing. Yeah, I I think that. I don't know. It's always the little things, like we're saying, and it's never just like that that huge rock garden that everyone's scoping out because it, it's never happened to me yet, though at least. So. Yeah, and that and that part where I crashed at was, it was. It's a, the trail kind of narrows up and there's grass on both sides. And all it took was my front tire to get in the grass. And there was, there was no way that my, I was getting that front tire back on the trail. <laughs> and so I just jumped over the handlebars going like, I don't even know how fast we were going. I think we were going about 30, 25, 30. Yeah. But I was just thinking to myself, I got to ditch this bike, dude. Cause if not, I'm going to hit something super hard. So I just, jumped off the bike and ended up doing a front flip and i think my bike got caught up in my legs a little bit because i noticed after i front flipped i looked up and i remember seeing my bike like really high in the air (laughs) like a like slingshot in my bike down this hill and uh yeah i'm glad that didn't happen in a race run because my bars were bent my seat was bent backwards my chain fell off i was like dang yeah that would have happened in a race run i would have been screwed 
casualties of wrecking. How yeah. about how about the rest of your uh, your day one and Angel Fire? How what do you think of the? Okay, so yeah, day one was cool. Day two was uh, a lot of jumps and a little bit of stuff, but. Like, you guys, like, you know that I love the jumps, man. I love man-made corners. I love when it's smooth and fast. And uh, stage two was cool. Uh, the trout duchess adds a little bit of uniqueness to it because you get into some tight trees for a little bit. That was pretty cool. And then uh, you end on World Cup, which is pretty cool. Yeah, stage two was sick. And, yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, what any highlights of any of the stages. So, one, two, three, three. Three was short. <laughs> Just go by so quick, huh? Three was short, man. I didn't expect it to end where it did. Honestly, I was, like, going to... I was stoked to pedal the 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 end section where all those tabletops are at the end. There's, like, a bunch of tabletops and jumps and berms and just flat out, like, a long flat out section. I was stoked for that part. I'm like, dude, I'm going to scrub those as hard as I can. I'm going to pedal and just ET it over all those tables and yeah. just put power down all the way to finish. And then the finish was before all that stuff. I was like, I got to the finish line. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. So I probably could have definitely. And then I didn't realize how short three was going to be. I kind of threw that stage away pretty bad because I just didn't start out uh, snappy i think everyone was uh expecting it to be at the very bottom but it was like a shelf up from the bottom i mean it was way up there i actually came out of the woods and i was like oh <laughs> i guess we're done you know like <laughs> it was weird uh, yeah it's like oh there's a the finish line that was weird i guess i'm done racing but uh i definitely think day one was awesome it was hard on me personally and but it was a sick day riding i mean all in all it was a really sick day it would have been a really good weekend to just have fun and just ride Angel Fire, I think. Yeah. Stage four was cool, day one, Angel's Plunge. It's, uh, I somehow managed to do pretty good on that stage. That was probably one of my better stages. Yeah, Angel's Plunge, you definitely pulled me hard on that one. I did. That's where I made up most everything on you. I think you probably would have beat me overall this weekend if you didn't slack on stage four I know. on Angel's Plunge. Because I, I, I had like a good a minute on you, 40 seconds or something. I know. And then the rest of the day, you, like, beat me some stages. I think even stage one, you had you had a good gap on me, stage one. I think, I think 12 seconds. Six seconds, I think was what it was. No, six seconds was on stage uh, six. Oh, really? On Sunday. Yeah. yeah. I, either way, I mean, I think I just, there. it was all luck if, if I was ahead of you, dude. <laughs> it was cool. It's fun to go, it's super fun to go back and forth like that, man. And then, uh. You know, like, we compete at the highest level, so, you know, you got the guys like Richie Rude and Chris Boyce and uh, all the uh, Jubal. Their guys are so fast. They're at such a high level, and that's the level we we hope to get up there in the top ten someday, which would be really cool, but it's still fun to be in that class because we have our little crew of guys back there that we're fighting with, you know, like TJ and Jeremy and those guys. We're, we got... Uh, it's kind of cool the way the pro class is like, okay, you got the dudes that are like, they're just super ridiculous. And then you got like the mid-pack guys and we're all kind of duking it out with each other. <laughs> like we're still fighting, man. We're still putting in a fight. We, we still want to do the best we can, you know, whether it's, whether we get 20th or 15th or 25th or third, it don't matter, dude. You're still trying to get just that one more position, you know, it's cool. It's hard to duke it out with these guys, man. There's some fast people. <laughs> I know you show up to the race and you're like, I don't know. Like uh, Jeremy, I thought was a prime example, just super like calm demeanor. And then I wasn't really sure if this guy can ride or not. And then 
we get done with stage two, and me and Towns are just like, that guy rips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he pulled a pretty sick manual, too, on uh, the top of the, the, right off the lift. He pulled it almost like, I, I just seen him get up in it. And hold it until I could see him again. I was like, dang, that guy's ripping, you know? <laughs> just holds a manual down the mountain. Yeah, just like no big deal. I was like, wow, I mean, that's talent right there, you know? Yeah, there's so many skilled dudes, man, in that class. It's crazy. But, Good stuff. Yeah, I, I thought it, I thought it was great. I think stage four was definitely hard for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was definitely hard to just, uh, like I said, I almost didn't even know if I was breaking or not at some point. So I was just like. I almost felt like I was just holding my brakes and I was fighting against myself the whole time. But uh, it, it's all good, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. In uh, day two, I thought it was pretty funny because me and you were talking about how good we felt on Sunday, which was weird because like, cause we had a ton of riding on Friday and then we raced on Saturday. And I remember at the end of the day, Saturday, talking to you saying, dude, I don't know how I'm going to do this tomorrow. I'm so, legs kind of hurt, arms are gone. I can't hold on to my handlebars. I've got blisters. And somehow both of us felt that way Saturday evening. And then Sunday we're just like. Felt great, didn't it? Felt great. Dude, I felt like 100%. I did too. I felt like that. If I would have had a good day like that on Saturday, (laughs) it would have been, you know, I I think it would have done a lot better. But it's weird how that happened, you know, after a full Friday and a full Saturday. I mean, Sunday felt amazing. I, f- I wish it would have felt like that on Saturday. Exactly, man. Yeah, that's something that I think we could dial it in. If we can figure out how to predict that to where we feel like that on race day, that'd be a good thing. I know. It really would. It really would. I don't know. I just I also think I wasn't expecting a whole how the downhill was going to treat me. But Maybe it was something we ate Saturday evening. Yeah, what did you eat Saturday evening? I don't know. This guy I know is giving out progenic stuff. <laughs> 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 I I don't remember, dude. I try to just stay away from bread. It makes me tired. Actually, I know exactly what I ate Saturday. I ate uh, spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> it, it felt good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I probably ate... Uh, I don't remember. Anyway, yeah, so Sunday went pretty good. Six stage five. So stage five was my funnest stage, hands down. It was flowy, fast, lots of jumps, lots of corners, just uh, flat out, dude. Fast. Yeah, no joke. That was hands down my favorite stage. <clears throat> that drop whenever you come out of, uh, I don't know, that jump that has that super long landing. Then you hit that flat corner under the lift. And then it drops down into a corner. At the and then you bottom. drop into, I think they call it like Supreme DH or something. Yeah. That rut was nasty, dude. Oh, my God. I still feel like those ruts are like a foot deep, man. Like, I think they were. There was like foot deep braking bumps going into them. So much fun. Your bike is just freaking thrashing through those. I remember it's like, oh, so hard on my bike. Yeah. But I think it was, I, I think stage five was awesome. And then I actually, I uh, I actually didn't get a pre-ride stage six. So I dropped that one blind and it was all good. Cause I think I rode the top, the top sections of it just throughout my days of being an angel fire. But the bottom section where we were doing the, 
What was it? Uh, dual Swallum? Is that they had, they had the Dual yeah. Swallum in and it? Then, and then getting over to Dual Swallum, they had that section they called Drops and Lollipops. Yeah. And yeah, there was just a lot of drops, a big sending like step up that you hit just as fast as you can go. Yeah, I've never done any of that. So I dropped all that blind and it was freaking nuts, you know. I remember coming over the one of the dual solemns burn or jumps and there was a burn that was already set up basically right after the jump and I almost went blue right over that berm and just right off into the trees. But <laughs> I didn't I didn't even know, you know, but it was a that was a six stage. I felt really good on it actually, other than the dual solemn little screw up, but Yeah. I thought that was sick. Yeah, that bummed me out, watching you beat me by six seconds on that stage. I was like, because that stage, I felt like I nailed it, man. I, was, <laughs> I finished stage six, and I was like, that stage was so fast. I hit every corner, hugged every tree, <laughs> hugged every inside, pedaled every flat section, killed it, and I felt like I did great in the dual slalom section, and then there comes Towns, like, beats me by six seconds. I'm like, I like oh, dude. I think timing messed up. <laughs> yeah, it was sick though. That was so funny. I was like, "What's going on?" But I was just cool, pumped. Man. I finished that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's tricky, man. It's tricky getting the pre-riding in. It's tricky. You guys like us, you know, we work fifty hours a week. We're taking vacation to go uh, get what little bit of days we get to pre-ride these. So. Uh, Kind of how we did it, uh, we pre-rode Friday and then pretty much pre-rode the first four stages Friday, so pre-rode Saturday stages Friday. We raced Saturday, and then we pre-rode Sunday stages after the race on Saturday, which Towns didn't really get to do because uh, your your hands were kind of bothering you. There was no way I was going to, yeah. So I ended up, after the race on Saturday, pre-riding all three stages on uh, for Sunday's race, and... Uh, man, it just it takes a toll on you. It's a lot of riding. It's a lot of riding. Uh, you go through a set of brake pads like no problem. <laughs> I do. Maybe that's a sign we need to lay off the brakes. I know. I guess just take them off. Yeah, don't need those. It kind of does make you wonder, though, I mean, if you really could ride without brakes down that mountain. I mean, there's sections where you need them, but... Well, when you watch guys, the top guys go down, I wonder... They I'm even like, have brakes. I'm pretty sure that they can go down without brakes. Yeah. Bike control. They're hauling ass, dude. Yeah. Those guys are sick. Props to Richie Rude and everyone else that took a podium this weekend. It, yeah. was, it was definitely a hard hard racing. Yeah. And not to sit here and, like, kiss their ass or whatever, because we we do want to race against them, and they are our competition, but we, we, we have a big amount of respect for them. Yeah. Because we know, like, we know how hard it is. I gave it all. I gave it my all, and you know I didn't take a podium. So and then you look at their times and you go, "Whoa!" Yeah, yeah. Got some work to do, which makes it fun. Makes it fun that you can come home, get back to running, get back to to your to your gym stuff, and uh, maybe do better at the next round. Exactly. Or maybe do better next year, or as bike better bikes come out, or just like, it keeps it exciting to know that there's that much room for improvement. You know. Yep. I actually dropped in behind. Uh, Richie Rude on stage three, and I told him, I, I tapped him on the shoulder, I said, hey, just if I catch you, bro, if I catch you, just get out of the way, don't <laughs> worry, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, guys, he, mad respect for the guy that I was actually watching the video today, 
of some of the highlights and he came into this rock section it was really cool how he just blasted right through it i feel like i blast right through it but i don't think i i don't think i go that fast through it so <laughs> good job man <laughs> you're like i feel like i'm railing it <laughs> So I know that on stage seven of, so stage seven, which is the last stage of the whole event, it's the last stage on day two, which was Sunday, I, I do know that Towns McKillop went over the handlebars. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I, I actually, I feel really confident through the top section of that whole trail. It's really rocky. It's called Upper Chillin'. Yep. Right? Upper Chillin'. And it's super rocky and really, it's really hard to actually keep flow through it, but I've in the previous times I've been to Angel Fire, it was one of my favorite like sections of the whole mountain. So you're, I was like, "You're famous for getting a KOM on that section." I do have a KOM, which is insane. <laughs> it's really weird, but uh, it was on a whole different bike. It was on the Mission Pro, and I think that I was coming into that this race, and I was like, "I think I have a good advantage on this." <laughs> but it really made me realize on how much that Mission Pro it really eats up the mountain. I think that bike was sick, man. I really missed that one. But uh, not to bag on the Release 5s because they're just as sick, but the mission was just right at home with that upper chilling. And, uh, but, yeah, I came into it, and I was just like, all right, I just all I know is I have to lay off the brakes, and it's faster is better through this stuff. And uh, I remember coming in through this one rock section, and it's just so ate up, man. The, the trails were just so blown out. But my back end had kicked up, and I was riding on my front tire for a little bit. It's actually, Cody Kelly did a similar thing in one of the World Enduros recently. And uh, I was riding on my front tire, and I was like, oh, cool, cool, I can hold this. And then my front tire had caught on something, and I just went straight over a stupid crash. wasn't going really terribly fast. But I had caught myself with my hands, and uh, I didn't think that I did anything wrong or anything, and I didn't really do anything wrong, but I... I was just like, I just got to get down. You know, I actually had a friend behind me, and I was like, my main goal is to not let him catch me. <laughs> if I'm if I'm going to have to just not break down the rest of this, that's what it's going to be. I'm not letting him pass me if he catches up to me anyways. But, but uh, uh. I just uh, held it open the rest of the stage, and then uh, actually now my, my thumb is still pretty – it feels sprained almost. I don't know. I don't yeah. know if something happened with it, but – I'm going to send it this weekend, so we'll see how it, how it plays out. <clears throat> Other than that, it was a sick stage. I mean, that whole day was – Sunday was awesome, man. Yeah, I remember you were telling me that, that your favorite stage all weekend is seven. Yeah, it was awesome. That was definitely the funnest. What's that noise? I think that is a neighbor starting up a truck. Oh, is that what that is? Oh. Sorry, guys. we got the windows open here in the bike shop, and – <laughs> our, our neighbor's name is Yogi, and he's a pretty rowdy dude. I think that's a fan belt on his truck, getting probably, after it. Probably needs to be replaced. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Makes for good good audio, for sure. We totally apologize, guys. Sorry. Yeah, it's all good. Funny stuff. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, so, one thing I learned from this race was bike setup. I thought that a, you think you got a bike dialed and then it's uh, when conditions change, you have to totally change your setup. And that's what happened to me this weekend at Angel Fire. I normally like a pretty quick rebound, like a pretty easy compression. I like my dampening to be fairly easy, but 
I don't know what it was about the terrain this weekend, but I ran a really slow rebound front and rear. And I even stiffened up my dampening a little bit because I have the Fox 36 on the front, which has low speed compression. And also the Fox X2, which has low speed compression on the rear. And I ran those pretty stiff for the most part, about midway. I think I went like half clicks in on both of the compression. And then the rebound, man, I don't, I was really slow. I can't remember the clicks I'm at. I want to write this setup down actually on paper before I take my bike apart or go riding it anywhere else because it felt so dialed in Angel Fire. And my fork was really slow. My rear shock was really slow. And my bike just felt like it could not lose traction. It yeah. was just perfect, dude. I was hitting corners. I wasn't feeling the loose rocks. I wasn't feeling a whole lot of the big rocks. I and, definitely uh, agree. I tried yeah. it, too, and it worked great for me also. So Yeah, you slowed down the rebound on your rock shock, huh? Yeah, my pike, and it, it felt great. Isn't that weird? It, I don't know what it is. I mean, you would think that th through bumpy sections you'd want a faster rebound, but... Yeah. And in Angel Fire, there was a lot of breaking bumps into corners, so it was like washboard as you'd go into corners. And by slowing down the rebound on the fork, I wouldn't feel none of that. It just felt like one big old long smooth corner. It was really cool, and it was a heck of a learning lesson. It was. I agree. Something I would have never thought to, do, to have done unless yeah. you had mentioned it, you know? Yeah, so any, any of you guys out there that are experiencing, maybe you feel like your handlebars are about to vibrate out of your hands, just try slowing down your rebound and ride a little bit like that. You might feel like your bike's going to stick to the ground. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I just feel like a large amount of the population runs their rebound really fast. And I've always heard that, I don't know, I was reading an article the other day, or maybe it was a video on YouTube, and uh, they were saying that the biggest misconception on mountain biking is people run their rebound too slow. So I always thought it was a bad thing to run your rebound slow. But, no, man, I, apparently not this weekend. My bike felt sick. It felt good on the jumps. It felt like I carried good momentum. I was able to get the front tire over everything nice and clean and smooth and didn't really feel the tree roots or anything like that. So yeah. that was a hell of a learning lesson for me. I agree. I agree 100%. And then I think I got tire pressures dialed in pretty good. I'm right at home with 28 PSI in the front, and I run 33 PSI in the rear. Um... I, uh, practice day, I, my rear wheel, I don't run a cush core, but still run 33 PSI. And then race day, I did run a cush core in the rear and still ran 33 PSI. And, and so I think I just like 33 PSI. It just like, it feels good. It's never going to change, you know, so might yeah. as well run it. That's, I mean, I think if, if you find something that you like, just stick with it. Yeah. Even if the terrain changes when you don't think you'll get a flat, oh, I'm going to lower my pressure, yeah. don't do it. Just stay at your pressure you were used to, you know. Yeah, so 22 or 28.33, I'm going to stick with that because if there was ever a weekend where you're going to get a flat, it was probably this weekend. <laughs> yeah, no joke. I don't yeah. know how we didn't. I don't know either. I didn't even have a tube or anything with me either, so <laughs> <laughs> I was totally uh, free-balling it out there. <laughs> I just pumped my tires up to actually 43 PSI in the rear, and then in the front I was running about 32, so it was high. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen so many people with flats, dude. Yeah. I've seen so many people. And uh, Tyler, who, he wasn't able to make it here, but uh, he was telling us, he was actually spectating this weekend, and he was telling us he don't know how many people he's seen come down with slings on and just, dude, it was a thrasher of a weekend. I think it got <laughs> the best of a lot of people. 
I'm just happy that we both made it down without any of that, you know? Yeah. So, uh, overall, we did have two good... Cra- I know my crash was pretty gnarly during practice. And uh, you had a crash, but, yeah, thank goodness it was nothing serious. Mm, yeah, thank goodness for sure. And it, it was definitely... Uh, one of those races where you could definitely be prone to that, so... Yeah. Thankfully. Right on, man. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up. That's a... I think we've covered pretty much everything. A little bit of racing. Uh, we're gonna... We, we apologize for getting these out, man. It's like... We've been so busy. Life's been crazy, and we've skipped a couple of episodes, but I'm trying to get some interviews lined up. I want to talk to some local people and get them on here and uh there's a few local people up in durango and stuff that uh i'd really like to talk to so maybe have a couple of those interviews come at you guys and um try to keep this rolling it's 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 just a little bit tough to get a two episodes a month but that's what we want to do i want to keep doing this keep getting better at it and uh i enjoy it i enjoy sitting here talking about bikes i do too it's fun it's really hard to commu- or coordinate three guys' schedules, you it know, is. but, uh, hey, we're going to, we try our best and we're going to try a little bit harder. Exactly. And, um, with that round three of Scott and Darrow cup is it's up in the air July when 14th and 15th, July 14th and 15th. And that'll be taking place in the middle of a forest fire in Durango, Colorado. <laughs> Uh, well, from what I hear is that the containment date of the fire will be the 31st of July. So we'll see how it plays out and if they end up canceling it. But, uh, I really hope not because that's the one that I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah, right here in our backyard. Uh, my, my bets are on they're kind of cancel it. I'm just waiting for like any day now for Scott and Duro Cup to announce it. If not, I hope that they find a really sick venue to replace it. But those guys do such a good job, man. It's going to be hard for them. I, I would understand if they don't want to put in all that last-minute work to Scheduling find and stuff, a new yeah. venue and get new permitting. And and uh, I guess I just want to say thank you to Scott and Duro Cup race directors and the workers for putting on such good events, man. That's why I keep racing Scott and Duro Cup because it's just so, I mean... It's so well covered. I love it. The race day is so well organized. I mean... The venues are awesome. The venues are sick. And you get lunch. You get lift tickets. You get... Um, man, I don't know. It's just... They, they take photos. You get professional photographers taking photos of you. So every round you get a good photo to slap on your social media. Um, sometimes you even have to pay for it. But in my opinion, man, it's worth the 20 bucks. Some photographers are out there. It's not hard to be like easy to be out there all day, mm-hmm. whether you're on a bike or you're on a photo- you're a photographer. You know, it's like um, I don't mind paying for the photos, and that's cool that they do that. Just just to make the racing experience that much better, makes your weekend that much better. You know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many people actually buy the photos, but to just yeah. go out there and take that risk, you know. Yeah, and then they they throw a, f- a few f- a freebies up on their website after each round. They also slap an edit together. There's already an edit up of the weekend and they take interviews of the winners and it's just sick, man. I see this, I see Scott and Duro Cup going long ways and doing really cool things in the future. And I'm kind of glad that I've been racing these the last, uh, 
2016, I did Moab Angel Fire, and that was it. And then I did them all last year and doing them all this year. And I'm just glad that I was able and just so fortunate to have such a sick series this close to our house to, I mean, that's... Couldn't agree more. In my opinion, some of the best mountain bike racing in North America. Even though, I mean, I'm new to this and I don't have a lot of experience, but I would like to throw down on a couple of BMEs. But just super fortunate to have Scott Enduro Cup around here. I agree. 100%. Sick venues. So shout out to those guys, man. Thank you guys so much. I mean, you, I don't think they realize the effect that it has on people's lives you know it's it's because of that i go to the gym i work out you know that ultimately has an effect on a person you know just being healthy so me trying to win a scott and Dura cup in turn it, i'm just being a healthier person you know eating better trying to get better on my bike and then you perform better at work and you perform better with your family and kids and stuff so it's pretty cool i don't think that they realize how much that affects athletes you know putting on these events yeah i agree america America. America. <laughs> Is that what they say? America. Trump nation. Trump. That guy's <laughs> out of control, man. Pray for that guy. I mean, jeez. Yeah. I'm glad he's doing what he's doing, but uh, pray for the country right now. I like Trump. I don't mind him too much. It's just, dude, the guy sends it. Yeah. Sends it hard, which is cool. <laughs> See what happens. Full sand. Trump is full sand for sure. He'd make a good bike rider. He would, <laughs> 30 years ago. <laughs> okay, enough of that. Uh, what else, man? You want to tackle anything else? Good. I think that's it. That's it. We've been rattling on too long, and uh, we got to get ready for work in the morning. Thank you guys for joining us. If you want to find us, uh, look us up, Sandstone Cycles. Racing? Yeah, so we got a couple. Uh, Instagram, at Sandstone Cycles Racing and facebook at sandstone mountain bike or just search sandstone cycles anywhere if you guys want to write us email us questions anything we always like questions we want to answer more questions on on these podcasts so uh sandstone cycles at gmail.com hit us up there or just dm us on instagram or message us on facebook we'll reply I think, no matter what i think that's a wrap Right on, Townsend. Thank you for sitting down with me this evening, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for uh, having me with you. And uh, we'll see you guys hopefully in Durango, Colorado, if you guys show up for the Scott and Duro Cup there. If not, hopefully they have it going on for one. And if not, we'll see you on another venue or wherever. Trails. Right on, man. We out. Have a good night. Have a good morning. <laughs> good night, morning, whenever you guys listen to this. Later.